Hello, EQ Pointers! This is Kenny, aka Punder. Before we get to the introduction for this week's episode, I wanted to talk about Absco and their gender. I decided to create Absco as a non-binary character because I didn't want to play out the romantic tropes of binary love that happen in typical tabletop RPG stories. I wanted to explore a story that is inclusive and representative of members of the extended queer community. As a cisgender person who has defined himself with masculine pronouns, I have not been the best ally. In playing Absco, I represented non-binary folks by thoughtlessly misgendering them and not correcting fellow cast members when they misgender them. The worst part is that in doing so, I undermine my intention of representation. I want to personally apologize to all of our listeners and followers. Going forward, I will be more vigilant and correct my fellow cast members if or when Absco is misgendered. Additionally, this has sparked a discussion among us that we feel is appropriate to be recorded and released to you all. Look for that to be released as a standalone featurette. I recognize that when we put our voices out there for the community members and non-community members alike, we are claiming leadership through playing our characters. I need to be a better leader than I have been, and we need to serve our community better. We've discussed this as a cast and will work to be the diverse representation that you all deserve. Thank you all for being listeners. I hope you stick with us, and I invite you to listen to our next episode, Foreign Contaminant. Welcome back to Experience Points, your favorite Starfinder real play podcast. I'm your friendly neighborhood GM, Miu. I'm Kelric. I play Angus. I'm Taylor. I play Phaedra. I'm Megan. I play Kira. I'm Ponder, and I play Absco. And today we have a very special recap from the lovely George. Uh, George Log, supplemental. Stardate, Wednesday. After getting augmented, uh, the adventure hookers donned my newest creation. Their custom uniforms took us out to a night at the club. Heard uh, all about some drama that happened between uh, Absco and their mother. Sounded pretty fun. There was uh, much dancing, drunk texting, shenanigans, including a, a ding-dong ditch on Absco's parents. We even tried to help Angus flirt. We appear to be heading out to God's nowhere now. Spirit of adventure and uh, exploration seems to be strong with this group. I suppose we shall see where this goes. Exciting. George, signing off to cook bacon. (laughs) (laughs) I love him. Absco has punched in coordinates to somewhere and has just activated the drift engines. And you have popped into drift space. Um, Kira still doesn't know where you're going. Can I use my science station to do a computer's check to see where the heck we're going? Go ahead. (laughs) I got an 11. I have plus 9 to computers. So... Angus is hungover. Yeah. Angus's jaw is on the floor that we just punched in coordinates and now we're going. And he's, like, trying to punch in the, the commands, but he's just getting flustered. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot to turn on the AI assistant to give me the plus two bonus even from her computer. Like, I was just like, doot, doot, doot. Oh, head hurts. Doot, doot, doot. <laughs> Beep, boop. Why are the doots so loud? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Kira's got her head out the door wearing her fur-lined robe. Yeah, she's gonna, she's gonna go and sit in her captain's chair. And she's just going to sit there like, this is my life. This is what we're doing. It feels like such a scene from Barbarella with the description <laughs> of the robe. And you just, I'm just walking out of bed, putting on a robe and sitting in my captain's chair. Yeah. Legs crossed, maybe a glass of wine. <laughs> and how much did I date myself by saying Barbarella, of all things? <laughs> <laughs> crickets. No comment. <laughs> You see Absco kind of, like, just clutching onto, like, the navigation array, just, like, holding on for dear life. (laughs) Nice, smooth drift jump, and you are in the drift, cruising. Captain, I... Captain, I was wondering if you have anything to help with the hangovers. That, please say you have something to help with the hangover. Please, 
<laughs> I don't, but uh, I think that we could, um, maybe if you just go and lay down, maybe that might help. So go do what you do. You know, we're <laughs> expecting like some like backwoods, like farmer remedy for expecting over that. I was expecting a mystic ability to be able to restore condition <laughs> is what I was expecting. A bit of the hair of the skitter manner that bit you? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I mean, I don't have much in the... I'm not very versed in hangovers, but... <laughs> I also don't want to waste my spells on a hangover. We're in drift space for who knows how long. Exactly who knows how long. Fair. I'm going to head back to my bunk, get some water steal some of George's bacon, <laughs> go to lay down. Uh, George slaps you on the back. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> I just smile really wanly, and I'm just like, it's, it's good to see you, George, but I'm hungover, and I need to rest. Oh, oh, I got just the thing for that. Hold on. He starts just mixing up a bunch of stuff into a glass. And hands it to you. This dark red, thick-looking drink. Ooh. Chug it, because I just don't even care. <laughs> like my Give me a fort save. I just don't even care. That would be a 12. You chug it back, and instantly your body begins to react. You turn around, and you get to the door mm -hmm. before you lose your lunch. Well, all right. George, was it supposed to do that? George stands there smiling. Uh, yo, yo, supposed to do that. Well, You'll feel better in about 10 minutes. Okay, I'm gonna go lay down for those 10 minutes. I'm assuming since you knew this would happen that you're prepared to take care of the mess. <laughs> and to just walk away, because it was... <laughs> you didn't warn me? Guess you wanted to deal with it. Thanks. <laughs> wow. 10 minutes later, you do feel better. Oh, well then I would head back to the kitchen. And if it hasn't been cleaned up, I would say, you know oh, what? George is there cleaning it up, putting the finishing <laughs> spotless touch on there. Yeah, I, George, thank you so much. I'm sorry I was not more gracious about this. I was feeling <laughs> real low. That's amazing. Can you put that in? What's the recipe? I'll put that in the computer so we all have it for later. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll give you, George, a special hangover cure recipe. Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> and I'll just go back up on deck and, and get back to work. Can I try it and okay. do the computer check again? Go ahead. <laughs> feeling human? I'll give you a fresh check on the computer now that you're feeling human. 26. 26. Plus two because of the, the ship, so 28. You are heading well beyond the packed worlds. There's a random drift beacon that apparently Absco picked up. Okay. 8675309. There you go. <laughs> and... <laughs> <laughs> As you're checking the records and things, it doesn't appear that anyone has actually ever been here. Oh. Or at least nobody from the Pact Worlds. Hmm. There's no record. So, yeah. Is anyone going to tell me where we're going? It should take about uh, four days in drift for you to get there. As I start getting all of this, I want to just start putting it up on the main screen so everyone can see it, because I don't even know if Absco knows where he's going. <laughs> Okay. So. Yeah, Absco's still staring forward, like, hands on the console, and, like, if anyone asks them where we're going, they say, away. <laughs> awesome. So, yeah, any details I get, I just put up on screen so everyone can see them, okay. and I just leave them there, you know, with a little okay. countdown for how long it'll take us to get there, so we all just can look. There you go. Watch and wait. You've got four days to think about what you've done. <laughs> uh, so what are y'all doing for these four days? Apparently everyone's just cool with Absco just plotting a course and going. Well, you said <laughs> there's nothing we can we do once course. we're in the drift, so it's really, there's nothing for us to do for it. So. Um, That's true. Yeah, I think that Kira is going to um, spend a lot of her time praying to Desna about uh, not the, the snow lady. Mm -hmm. Trying to okay. know uh, who she is or if she has any. Um... Okay, makes sense. Do you have any any divination anything in your class, or are you just uh, just praying to her, hoping she gives you an answer? Praying to her and really trying to think back. Okay, all right. Give me a 
Mysticism check. Natural 20. <laughs> Plus 10 for a 30. Nice. Okay. Wow. Nice. Noted. I'm keeping that in mind. Just wow. Okay. As you're praying to Desna, actually, as you're praying to Desna, and you're trying to picture Desna, you know, as though she's there and you're talking to her, she keeps morphing into the snow lady in your mind. Like, just, just, you feel like you, you start off talking to Desna, and before you know it, you're talking to the snow lady. Well, that's creepy. And it just keeps <laughs> happening. Like, it's like you can't quite focus on Desna, and instead you keep thinking about the snow lady. It's unnerving. A little bit. A little bit. But you almost feel as if the snow lady is listening to you. Rude. What an eavesdropper. Just just a weird thing. Like, as you begin talking to her, like, like you feel that this, this being, this entity is listening to you. So what's uh, anyone else doing for four days? Um, Phaedra will spend her time maybe searching through the ship's, like, uh, data banks. Maybe there's any information on, like, dragons or people affiliated with dragons, people that could turn into dragons. Cultists! Wait. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see be best for that and don't forget we want to work on the maze cores uh, for about four hours each day okay you know what yeah go ahead and roll computers see what you can dig up 19 you have scoured the computer the only thing you can find about dragons is a few mentions of them being hazards sometimes in the drift hmm. to smaller craft um are we considered smaller craft no we're talking like single person okay, okay. <laughs> I mean, you'd probably get dinged up if you collided with a dragon enough to to mess up the ship, but not enough to like knock you out of drift and leave you knows where. All right. So, uh, Absco. Um, after uh, Absco is certain that they are going away, um, they kind of uh, loosen their grip on their console and they. You know, adjust to where they are. They they look and they see that they're still wearing the adventure hookers uniform. And uh, they look around at the people on the bridge and they're like, I'm going to go freshen up. And they go to their quarters and they stay in there pretty much for the rest of the voyage. <laughs> okay. okay. You are approaching the point where you're going to drop out of the drift. Well, before we do that... Four days later. Go ahead. Uh, during that four days' time, I would like to sit down with Phaedra and Kira Spear and see what we can do to introduce the Maze Corps into the Spear. Okay. Maze Corps time. Yeah. What do we need to do to put some sort of, you know, transformation thing on Megan's Spear? Either... so. Really, so that Megan has healing on one end and spear on the other, I guess? Or did we want to do laser? Um, either one would be okay. I feel like just for Kira's character, she would probably want healing. Okay, so then... Like healing with a reach. Yeah. Yeah, so I think what... So, Phaedra, uh, I've brought these... I've brought these... I brought one of the injectors for the Mark One health serum things here, and I have a few serums that we can, you know, sort of load into the spear. How do you think we should go about doing this? Because I, I, I want the effect to be kind of exciting. Like, I don't want it to be boring for her. So, what do you think? Well, I imagine that if we were to attach this to one end of the spear, obviously the opposite end because it should mm -hmm. stab something with the pointy end, and it's also the healy end. Absolutely, it would absolutely, yeah. Heal damage as damage is being done, which doesn't make any sense. But if we have it on the opposite end, like healing with um like an extra arm's length. Oh, oh, what do you think if we bifurcate the spear so that it's in the center, and then you twist the maze core goes there so that when she twists it and flips so that the she's fighting with the spear side, she twists and then the stim pack injector on the other side pops out so she can flip and hit with the opposite end to whomever she wants to hit to have the healing go in. That sounds like a fantastic idea. Okay. So, 
we'll spend the next couple hours working on that. And I really want it to be this kind of kind of cool looking thing where the spear, much like my axe, starts getting like this pink circuitry since it'll match her cloak. And okay. when she like touches it around the center point where we have the maze core, suddenly all of the circuitry sort of stuff we have like flips, like sort of just shifts over. And so it changes the design and then the spear tip becomes like a, a rounded ball. And then on the other side, it becomes like this, like a five inch long needle shoots out, which is what she used to, uses to stab people <laughs> with uh, the healing serum. And so it gives her almost like a reach weapon to like gives her a five foot difference. So she can be five feet away from someone and stab them in the butt or whatever with healing. Okay, so I don't know for sure if it's Ron. I will look up later if mm -hmm. it is. But what I want to have you do is decide who is assisting whom in this project. Uh, who wants to be the assistant? Uh, this will be engineering roles. Mine is a plus nine. I think uh, Phaedra's is higher. It's plus ten. For engineering, mine is also plus nine. Oh. Ooh. My roles seem to be garbage, so do you want to do it? Sure. All right, so okay, we'll, both of you roll uh, engineering roles. Absco or uh, Angus's rather is to assist. Perfect. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Angus with the twenty-three successfully assists Phaedra, who's seventeen, becomes a nineteen <laughs> with the assistance. Awesome. Okay, so with the nineteen, you have her spear, and you're having a heck of a time figuring out the whole flip it's flip and poke and it just it just doesn't seem to be working you're getting a little bit frustrated with it we have four days right when I'm trying to think here yeah i love how nervous you look megan you're like am i losing my spear to these idiots <laughs> no that's that's not enough for you to lose that's not low enough for you to lose your spear cool. you'll still have a spear question is what did they do to your spear <laughs> fair <laughs> okay, all of your testing uh, shows that in its current state, it's working quite well. Mm -hmm. The problem is that it seems to discharge the healing serum about once every 20 hits. Oh. So, so you've got, basically, you've got about a 5% chance of it dispensing healing from the spear end or damaging someone with the needle. Currently, currently. You could probably fine-tune it. Yeah, I, we'll spend, we, we, we've committed to four hours a day while we're in drift right. to working on this sort of stuff, so. Right, so that's, that's, just, that's just your first go. Mm -hmm. Cool. And then if you want to roll a second oh, one yeah. for the next day, I let's will get those engineerings. Once again, assist. Angus is 18, successfully assists Phaedra's 13, making it 15. <laughs> I think that's enough to fine tune it. <laughs> considering the progress you'd already made. Okay. Okay. Cool. So yeah, you're uh, there. There, you get to show off the the new spear, the new healing spear design. Cool. So that took two days, and then Absco had asked us to do something for you with another. Uh, I I didn't actually. So I was going to be looking for a, a new weapon, but it never really materialized. So it's fine. Oh, and now you're heading to. Uh, maybe Who they have weapons where? there. And try your nose wear. All right, so anything else y'all want to have done before you exit the drift? I don't know if this would work or not, but I do have a <laughs> pair of binders that we could attach to your gun. Are they full of women? <laughs> <laughs> I love that that took a second. Oh, my God, thank you. Sorry. Oh, okay. okay. Uh... <laughs> no, that took a second. That it was beautiful. Definitely... Yeah. Um, <laughs> like for just a second, it was like what, and then it then it hit, and I oh that was hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> nicely done, babe. Okay, so what what do you? I'm sorry. So basically, you have handcuffs. Yeah. And, and you have a gun, and maybe you can shoot binders at someone and get. <laughs> I mean, why not? It's a maze core. <laughs> it's like a net gun. Well, I was actually thinking like. He, okay. If he hits the button, he loses the gun. Right. Throws it like the bola, and if it lands, then the binders lock onto whoever he threw it at. So it's a chance of doing that with your trick shot rather than, but then you need a backup gun. Yeah, I would rather do that with a different gun. 
that we don't have yet. Okay. <laughs> now, what other kind of proficiencies do you have? Because you're using a sm uh, small arms. Yeah, that's all I have right now. I haven't invested okay. any other proficiencies. Okay. okay. Cool. I, I think I can use uh, pretty much anything, though, right now. Anyway, but yeah. Cool. Okay. I'm not going to worry about it. Just tossing ideas out there because Angus... Angus spends the next two days, like, drawing up different ideas. May scores are cool, yo. So he re he really likes the 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 spoon fork, the, spoon fork. <laughs> the laser spoon fork. Amazing, um, but yeah, Less sport. yeah, I'd be working on this sort of stuff with Phaedra since while we're not brainstorming, we're actually working on creating another score because we just think they're awesome. All right, well, you get the alert that you are just a few minutes away from dropping out of the drift. Absco emerges from their from their bunker and. Goes up to the bridge. Anyone else? All hands to stations? Or is everyone just kind of like, yeah? Uh, I, I say all hands to stations. I'll roll piloting check to take us out of drift. Go ahead. 17. Noted. The calculations run down. On the mark. Take yourself out of drift. And we turn on our shields. <laughs> <laughs> well, the very first thing that happens is you are instantly rocked by an impact. Not by a hurricane? <laughs> Not quite. So, immediately, Angus, I'll assume, you're, you're bringing up the shields. Mm -hmm. You're slamming shields. You plan to do that as soon as you dropped out of drift, bring up the shields, but you got rocked. Okay. Ship's taking some damage. Mm. Getting rocked like that. Your port injector's offline. As you find yourself in a rapidly spinning ring, according to the sensors, of particles around this planet that has a whole bunch of moons surrounding it. But the ring is spinning extremely fast, just slamming you with debris. Absco, what do you get do? out of here. Uh, Absco looks for to try to plot a course uh, away. Absco, it's going to take you several minutes to plot a course. Absco, okay. leave the course plotting to me on the computer. You just avoid stuff. Okay, so that's what I'll do then. Let's try to pilot through some of the debris. Uh, 24. All right, 24. Uh, you are trying to pilot as best you can through this debris field. You're doing all right avoiding the bigger chunks, uh, but the smaller to mid-sized chunks are beginning to eat through the shields. I jump on comms. Phaedra, the, the shields are getting torn up. Can you do anything to help? I'm going to try and, like, as we're taking damage on the shields, I'd like to repair them as fast as I can. Okay. Give me your engineering check. Go, 27. 27. Phaedra, you are keeping up really, really well, but you know you can only handle a few more minutes of this. The shields are going to give. It's faster than you can than you can keep the power routed to them. I can only do this for so long. We need to get out of here. Angus, how are we doing with the course? I got a 22 on computers for plotting the course. All right, you are trying desperately to plot a course, but uh, the computer seems to be having some issues figuring out where you are. Oh, right, that would make it a 24 with the computer's help, sorry. <laughs> Absco, give me another pilot check. Okay. Uh, That's a 30. 30. All right, you get a last second proximity war uh, warning on the computer. Some very large piece of asteroid is heading right towards your aft. <laughs> Shoot it. You managed to pull up at just, just in the nick of time, but it still clips, momentarily breaking through your aft shields and knocking out your warp drive. Oh, no. Knocking out your drift drive. No. You can see the large planet and several moons. Is there a moon that looks suitable to land on, or is the planet, like, is it a, a hard planet, like, rocky planet, or is it, like, a Habitable? gas giant? The planet it's well, that sounds like something you would ask your science officer. <laughs> I'll do a computer's check on that. Uh, you need a physical sciences check, please. Oh, bugger. <laughs> or life science. I'll allow either one. Ooh. That's a seven. seven. Untrained. Yeah. <laughs> Angus, <sighs> all you know is that the computer seems to be highlighting three of the moons. Okay. There's one highlighted in pink. Let's head to that one. <laughs> and toss it up on screen. Pink is safe. Always go pink. 
Captain. <laughs> Opinions. <laughs> Can I do a life science check? Yes. Uh, 22. Ooh. 22. The computer is telling you that the three planets it has marked scan with breathable atmosphere and terrestrial conditions that are conducive to life. Pick the closest one and be like, let's go there. That one. <laughs> Can I use the computer to uh, do a scan for any sort of technology on that planet to see if there's any civilization or anything? Go ahead. Cool. 18. You hit the buttons. The computer <laughs> brings back a readout, but since you have no physical science training, you're not entirely sure what the technical readout is telling you, but it doesn't seem to be uh, giving you any kind of tech waves, you know, any kind mm -hmm. of energy readings. Okay. I would if I can get have it. that file and throw it to Kira so she can know what we're getting into. If I could get a course, I'll, I'll start making my way. Angus, do you want you to roll a course for me? Well, uh, do I roll that? Uh, Absco, when you're, I'll say when you're piloting on the thrusters okay. like this, you don't need a course. You, you're okay. piloting by wire with a 26. Cool. And you're managing to uh, avoid the, the biggest chunks and, and several of the medium-sized chunks. I mean, but you're getting hammered by small chunks. Uh, Phaedra, give me one more engineering. 19. 19, you're keeping the shields up. I mean, but you are running all over, just sweat pouring down you. Your fur is getting matted in sweat, just trying to keep on top of everything, put out all the leaks, you know, put out all the fires going on in engineering. Engineering is a mess. You're getting hammered. You get rocked a few times, but Absco, you manage to get into the atmosphere just outside the ring okay. of this planet. Managed to bring it in for a landing. A little bit of a rough landing, but a landing nonetheless. You find yourself on a lush, verdant planet. Large trees, lots of greenery. Seems to be rather tropical. Everyone's just like, <gasps> yeah. Just take a moment. <laughs> I kind of swivel around in my chair. I'm like, well, this is where away is. Um, where's the drift beacon in relation to where we are? Right where you poured it in. Oh. Okay. So is there a way to, uh, now that we're out, oh, we landed on the planet. I was going to say, is there a way to port, uh, travel back in if we can plot a course to pick it up and move it? But we can deal with that after we... You'd have to, you'd have to brave the, the rings, which, again, are spinning a lot faster than rings you would usually spin around a planet. Like, these are caught in some sort of gravitational anomaly that has okay. them moving near speed of light. Oh, okay, yeah. We also have the problem of... Um, Drift engine. Is a little messed up. Yeah, let yep. me go down and see if I can help Phaedra with that, about getting it back online. Um, while they're doing that, I think uh, Absco would use the um, sensors to scan the immediate area around them. Excellent. Computers check from you. All right, so Angus has a 22 on his engineering, and Phaedra has a nat 1 resulting in a 10. Mm. I feel like Angus goes down there and, like, he's trying to come up with solutions to fix this, and Phaedra is just, like, chewing him out at this point. <laughs> like, just so upset that her drift engine is offline. The shields are beat up. Damage report, you've taken some hull, there's some hull breaches. Uh, minor hull breaches, but they'll need to be fixed up before you, especially before you hit the drift. Phaedra, well, how is this my fault? I came down to help you. I didn't come down to get yelled at. The drift engine's offline. We have to fix it. Why are you yelling at me? Look, we, I wanted to go to Absalom Station. The mission is to go to Absalom Station. And where are we? We don't know. Well, did I and now, in? this is broken, that's broken, that's on fire. Oh, shit, that's on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Absco, meanwhile, you are taking scans of the planet. Nice oxygen-nitrogen mix atmosphere. Very breathable. Temperatures are tropical, but bearable. Uh, well within habitable zone. No signs of intelligent life. Plenty of fauna. Plenty of... Uh, Flora, lots of flora, all kinds of flowers and trees and stuff. Neat. <laughs> and no sign of any kind of intelligent species that you can tell. Well, this could take a while. Captain, I think we are in a perfect spot for a vacation. Well, you're not wrong. Okay, um, so 
don't even know. <laughs> After they they land. We. Shit! <laughs> no, they landed, okay? I was dragged. Um, so I assume that Kira goes and puts on clothes. For the first time in four days? Yes. <laughs> she's, it's been a rough time. And um, she is going to leave. She's going to step outside. Oh, all right. I, I imagine Absco would probably go with her if her demeanor wasn't, I'm going to kill you. In the true spirit of Desna the Explorer and PCs everywhere, she goes, open the doors, step out, see what's out there. And split the party. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. Pedro and I still arguing in the engine room, <laughs> trying to get things okay. fixed. It's not like I'm... The doors open up and you hear... You can hear the wildlife. You get a, a sort of sweet smell from all the different flowers and, and uh, fruits that are growing around there. It's quite a lovely place. There's something wrong. <laughs> <laughs> There's something wrong. <laughs> There's no sangria. That, that's what's wrong. Besides that, there's got to be something wrong. <laughs> You're in a clearing a uh, short ways away from where some jungle really gets thick. Okay. Uh, you can see a short little bit of, like, plains leading up to a mountain range. The local star shines brightly overhead. Wow. You can see, the, the, you can see the, the large planet and two of the other moons in the sky. I think if we're going to get off of this planet, we should probably find out what's damaged and what we need to fix it. Yeah. If I could suggest that. That's probably a good idea, but I'm not really mechanical, like, so I I'm going to leave that to y'all. Absco sighs, goes back on the ship, and reluctantly goes to face Phaedra and Angus. <laughs> <laughs> you walk in on chaos. Like, both of us are working, and, like... And yelling at each other. Oh, yeah, like... We're almost like brother and sister squabbling. Like, it's your fault this is broken. No, it's your fault it's broken. We all know it's your fault we're here, though. And we're just arguing and with each other because you're not here. And then Absco walks in, and I turn to see who it is, because it could be Captain, could be George, could be Absco. Hmm. Um, and I turn around, it's Absco. You! <laughs> <laughs> Absco looks and then kind of blinks and then says... Is that supposed to be leaking? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, I've got this, Phaedra. You keep going. <laughs> Just go over and start working on it. You. We, where is this? Where are we? What, what, well, what, is, what is that ring? What, what, is hit, what was hitting us? A, rocks. B, um, uh, this is a jungle planet. Um, C, there's no sangria. D, we probably need to know what we need to fix before we can get out of here. Oh, the bloody well, drift drive. Look around. Um, everything. Like, this is broken. That's broken. That's on fire again. That's leaking. But, but Angus is working on that. Shit, that's on fire again. And run over and take care of that. Okay. I see that you all are busy. I'm going to go and check on George, make sure he's okay. Nope, you're staying here and helping. Absco looks left, looks right. Is there a computer terminal they can use? <laughs> sure, you can run a diagnostic. All right, that's what they're going to do. That's A23. A23. Uh, you know, you've got most of the supplies on board to, to fix most stuff. You're going through, looking at it, and the computer with the AI is already figuring out uh, repair routines and, and setting up a repair schedule as you're running your diagnostic, and then it begins flashing red. Oh, no. Your jump coil is completely fused. Turn so over there's and look some... at the screen. Oh, my God, now what did you do? <laughs> no, 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 I didn't do anything. There is some good news, and then there's some bad news. The good news is... Bad news can... first. The good news is we can fix almost everything. The bad news is the coil thingy is fused. The, the coil thingy? What, the coil thingy? I'm gonna walk over, put on, put on like this like tiny pair of glasses. <laughs> the drift, specifically the drift in, uh, the interplanar inversion coil. 
it has been completely fused and will need to be replaced. You do not have a spare. So... I gathered that. <laughs> we, we, we worked uh, about a week ago to get this drift engine, and it seems it had a faulty part. Who knew? We, we have to find a new beryllium spear. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Kira, what are you doing? Just walking around outside? Yeah, but like she's staying close to the to the ship here. Okay. But she's yeah, Do you she's have your head. spear with you? Yeah. Okay. There's nice fragrant grasses, a warm breeze. It's it's hot, but you know, like sauna hot. Right. Birds with beautiful plumage. This is just a gorgeous place to be. She lays in the grass and <laughs> waits for everyone else to get out of the ship. They George comes and lays in the grass with you. Perfect. Perfect. And she, uh, yeah, she's just uh, waiting for everyone else. Once we're sure that nothing else is going to spontaneously catch fire again, maybe we should take a breather and um, come up with a plan. Or this place is hospitable. Maybe we just repopulate here. I don't think so. <laughs> we, need to find, we need to find this coil. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Take oh, one more, uh, like a look around, make sure nothing's still on fire. Absco kind of looks at the both of them and. Phaedra, give me an engineering check, real quick. 25. The lights flicker in the ship for just a second. You look around, you know instantly something is, is off with that the way they flickered, and uh, looking at the readout panel, you're finding some disturbances in your circuitry. Okay, oh my god, and now the wiring's gone to shit. <laughs> what would have happened? What would have happened if we didn't come here? I'm like, just taking notes on the things that we need to fix, things we need to find. Is there an easy way to fix whatever's going on with the circuitry? You're not sure exactly what's going on with the circuitry. Can I also do an engineering check? Yes. 16? Mm, perhaps. Angus, you're even less certain of what's going on with it. Maybe it's just a bug. Maybe it was just a glitch. I mean, systems are glitching all over the ship. True. So I'll just keep working on what I was working on. So repairs continue. Kira, uh, despite how much you think this is going to go terribly, nothing bad happens to you. Sun begins to set. The evening is cool. Not cold, nice and cool. There are dozens of different bugs that glow as they fly through the sky. You realize a couple of the birds have bioluminescent feathers. Absco looks at the, the other engineers and um, says, we probably need to regroup and come up with a plan. Did Phaedra mention what she saw when she got her Suspicion that the light flickering wasn't good? She she looked at it and she's like, and now the electrical grid is going offline. So is that something that you and I want to work on for a while? Or do you want to just keep working on the other stuff we're doing? What are we doing? Because you're the engineer, so you're directing the workflow. I think Kira, give me a perception check. I think that we should investigate a little bit more on like the circuitry. Mm -hmm. 24. 24. And uh, um... As you're walking up to the ship, you see that uh, the underside seems to be getting covered in this kind of white, wispy, fungus-looking thing. Uh-oh. Um, okay, so I, I take out my comm, and I'm calling Phaedra. Can I do a life science check to see if I like can figure out what this is? Sure. <laughs> Natural 20. For 28. All right. This is definitely some sort of uh, exo life form, it would seem. Perhaps a plant, perhaps uh, something that you are unable to classify as you normally would. But uh, I think your parents did some exobiology, didn't they? Yeah. So, yeah. You're, you're, you kind of look it over and you're, and you're getting close and, and, well, not too close, but, you know. Taking a look, you would guess that it is some sort of fungal-based life form. Is it eating the ship? Is that you don't what it's see. To do? You don't see any of the ship being removed. Okay. I thought you were gonna say you don't see. But it as you as you look closer, you see that it seems to be 
actually going into a couple of the breaches okay. in the ship, some of the small hull breaches. So yeah, I'm calling Pedro. Mm-hmm. I pick up. <laughs> yes, Captain. Yeah, so there's some stuff like getting into the ship. And you mean stuff, and what do you mean getting into the ship? Maybe you should come out here and look. Fine, fine. I'm gonna run outside. And there stands Kira and George poking at this white, wispy, fungus-looking thing that are just, it's just kind of taking over the outer bottom hull. Phaedra's gonna stand there and just mouth open and just like, what the hell is that? And why is it in and around the ship. Where's Astro? Maybe you can spit at it. <laughs> yeah, Astro, as you've spent time in your room, like you've started feeling like you have something kind of like stuck in your throat a little bit. It's a very odd sensation. Mm-hmm. Almost like you have a piece of food that's just sitting there in your throat. Okay. Um, like, I'm gonna... I guess the call Abisco. Okay. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> can you come outside, please? I could, like, you can hear, like, my voice, like, shaky and, like, it cracks. I'm so mad. You can hear Kira in the background. We need your spit. <laughs> <laughs> Not the first time. Okay. <sighs> okay. And, yeah, Abisco goes outside. Okay. And you see the same thing. This wispy... F- white fungus looking thing that is just all around the bottom uh, of the ship hull. And so you want me to test my dragon gland out on this thing that is going into our ship. Something I haven't tested yet, and so I don't know whether fire is going to come out or acid. Yeah. Okay, well then shoot it that way first for a little a little test. No, we can't waste it like that. Well, yeah, shoot, it, shoot it at it. Just do it. Okay, Captain. What else could go wrong? Okay, was it fire and acid or fire and cold? Fire and acid. Okay. All right. Uh, you you activate your your dragon gland. Three d six. I would be trying for fire. Well, you got fire. I I secretly rolled a d two. You got fire and do eight damage. Your fire blasts forth from your mouth. You hear what sounds almost like a scream as your fire touches this this fungus. And then the fungus is just growing madly all over oh, the no. ship. Growing, 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 encompassing the ship. And then it seems to be receding. Give me perception checks. Oh, guys, what did we do? 27. Ooh. Phaedra. 14. you're like, thank God something's finally done, you know? except that absco and kira see that the fungus is instead flooding into all of the hull breaches on your ship (laughs) oh well maybe they want to help Mm. angus yes the power goes mad lights are blinking things are turning on and off just it's insane i immediately assume it has something to do with the engine issues we've been having and start shutting off systems that are non-essential just cutting power wherever i can okay give me an engineering check 15 all right you begin shutting down as many systems as you can just trying to pinpoint where this fluctuation is coming from there's there's power surges and breakers are popping and eventually you get everything shut down but there's been even more damage to the grid awesome i get on the comms to phaedra and phaedra Everything is going crazy in here. I think we're going to have to go through this ship, you know, inch by inch to figure out what the hell is going on. And so I don't know that it's going into the ship. You don't notice. Well, what do you mean that things are... We, we have to go through the ship inch by inch? Like, we're, we're getting rid of the, well, stuff well, out here? I don't know. Everything just started going crazy with systems, you know, going on and off and everything... Uh, fuses pop in and it's just, everything's just going crazy. I've been shutting down everything so it's not, you know, fl- power's not flooding everywhere, but we've obviously got an issue somewhere. I'm going to run inside from what I've seen. and look around. Do I see anything? Uh, you see that currently all systems are offline. Somebody has shut down all of the power running to all of the systems. Angus, did you turn the power off? Aye. Oh, okay. Whew. 
Okay, well, so that's normal. I would not recommend turning it back on, though. Right, I'm, I'm coming. I'm coming down. I go down to where Angus is. Down to engineering. So, basically, right now, I'm just focusing on getting all the the broken shit put back together, so that we can then methodically go through and and try to clean out whatever's going on. Because yeah. so, what are Kira and Absco doing? Sorry. I, I feel like I jumped in and interrupted you. That's cool. My bad. You said because... Oh, I was just going to say because if we turn the power on, then that could start blowing more systems. So we need to be able to go system by system slowly to be able to fix whatever the issue is. I, Here um, in Absco, yeah. Yeah, I get on the comms um, with both Angus and um, Phaedra, and I'm like, is there any piece of technology we don't mind losing? I want to test something. I saw the, the white stuff go in through the hull breaches and maybe that's impacting on our systems. Maybe we can leach them out through another piece of equipment. I'm sure we could cobble together something. Um, do we have anything extra in the in engineering we can give for go? Yeah, you got some spare parts. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have a spare battery you can affix to something. Cool, well. Let's make like a potato clock and then <laughs> <laughs> and then feed it to whatever this thing is. Yeah, um, so I go in the ship and, um, you know, get whatever they they were able to come up with and go out and um, I find a, a stream of the, the white things and I put it, like, underneath it. There's no sign of it by this point. Oh, they're all in the ship? They're all somewhere. You saw it seemed like they were getting sucked into the into the small breaches in the hull, at least the ones you saw, but you don't know where they came from. In the hull, I would like to go to. I, I imagine that it's like, like, like steel plate paneling inside. I would like to pull some of the paneling off. Okay. Are you doing this by yourself? Are you talking to me about it? What are you doing? Um, uh, Phaedra's thinking out loud. Like, so he said that there's white stuff in the hull breaches and should be in the hull. I mean, technically, it would be all around us. So maybe if I just rip some of this down and I g try and like grab some of the plating and like pull it off the wall. Why do you, we're trying to repair, oh my gosh, we're trying to re repair stuff, not destroy it. And I hand Roll you- me a perception check. I hand you some tools. Phaedra's trying to catch it unawares. Ha <laughs> ha 10. 10 for just a second <laughs> as you rip it off, you see what looks like uh, stuff just kind of retreating from the open area. Deeper into the hall. While I'm outside, um, I go to the captain and George, and I say, maybe we should look around and try to find another example of this creature that came up and see if we can analyze it. All right, so at this point, it is sundown, basically. You've got several hours of dark. So what do you want to do at this point? Uh, I also feel like we shouldn't sleep inside the ship tonight. Hmm. You know, just in case. I feel like someone should, but we got George for that. Poor <laughs> <laughs> oh, George. I want to roll a, a culture check to see if I've ever heard of anything like this happening. Okay. That's a 22. You are certain you have not. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't know what the right thing is to do here. Um, my instinct is just to stay on the ship while we wait for the light to come and maybe catch a couple of hours. All right, I mean, that's fine with me. So I think once Phaedra started talking about stuff coming in through the holes in the ship, I would transition from working on the interior to going outside to try and prevent more stuff from coming in. Okay, how already, long are you going to work? I would probably work for about three or four hours you know, starting at the base of the ship and patching whatever holes I can. And I still have the Starship Repair okay. Kit, whatever good that does me. Okay. You begin uh, patching up holes in the yeah. ship. You see no sign of what you saw earlier, but well, yeah, you I spent several hours patching up holes. Oh, yeah, no, you see no sign of whatever the hell they're talking about. Right. So I'm leaving them to deal with whatever they saw, but I'm, you know, just trying to practically okay. stop more of whatever it is getting in the ship. Yep. All right. <laughs> And then everyone gets some sleep, and you decide you're sleeping on the ship, yes? Mm-hmm. I, I would think that's best. At least we kind of know what we're getting ourselves into. 
Well, with our luck, the, whatever the fungus is, is going to steal our ship and fly away with it. <laughs> well, you wake up the next morning with the launch thrusters going off, and it's and the ship is just kind of wobbling around. You would you would almost say it's stumbling. Uh-uh. What is what is happening? Are we really? Are we going somewhere else, random? Obscure <laughs> lurches. Oh, right in front of you. <laughs> it, it lurches hard and like hits its side and falls to the ground. All right. Well, if you're all here, being who's driving the ship, uh, make a beeline for the bridge. See what we can do. Turn it off. Yeah, I try to, to uh, turn off any of the piloting, like the engines, from where I'm at. As a reminder, when you went to bed last night, you had no power. That's true. Power systems are operational again. Yeah. Yeah, and we're trying to shut them off again. <laughs> yep. Yep. You shut it all. You shut it all down. You're you're able to get in there and and shut things down. Okay. I want to do a computer's check to check the systems. Okay. Uh, has anything changed since yesterday? Your computers are running slow, so you you know do what you would do: Control Alt Delete. <laughs> and you realize that your AI program is using up a lot of processing power. Can I do a survival check to see if I can figure out what the hell is going on? Okay. Nine, you have no idea. That's about right. <laughs> <laughs> I try to interact with the AI. I'm like, you know, you doing okay, brah? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like Asuka. <laughs> the AI, you can hear it. The, the AI chip. Just this high pitch, as it's just going, 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 and finally a message pops up on screen. I am bra. Uh, <laughs> no. No, no. And on that note, no, 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 no. I think that's where we end for the day. Uh... <laughs> so thank you, everyone. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Uh, for experience points, I am Miyu. You can catch me on Twitter and Twitch at MiyuPlaysGames. I'm Kelric. You can find me on Twitter at EQPoints and at Cormalon. I'm Taylor. You can find me on Twitter at MilkyGames. I'm Megan. You can find me on Twitter at Dungeons and Meg or Tumblr at TieflingTiefling. I am Punder, and you can find me on Twitter at PunderDrone. And we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye.